If we want to avoid future pandemics, then maybe, just maybe, we should examine how we eat. By Jack McGovern. As more and more people around the world receive the vaccinations against COVID-19, it feels like an end to the pandemic is finally in sight. Images flash through my mind of a world where masks exist only as dust-covered relics, stuffed haphazardly into a random drawer and tangled in a mess of black and white cables. Life suddenly feels like it's about to go back to normal, and the sense of freedom that we are on the cusp of reclaiming is something none of us ever want to give up again. And we won't have to, until the next pandemic. Last year, the Intergovernmental Platform on Biodiversity and Ecosystem Services released a special report claiming that pandemics will emerge more often, spread more rapidly and kill more people if measures are not taken to prevent them. Already in February this year, a mutant strain of bird flu was found to have infected poultry workers in Russia. This was the first time the strain had been transmitted to a human. Though there was no evidence of human-to-human transmission, Dr. Anna Popova told The Guardian that only time would tell how soon future mutations would allow it to overcome this barrier. Despite the relatively happy ending, there were no fatalities, extra pandemics or zombies. This story highlights how our relationship with animals is a major factor in the spread of new diseases. Like COVID-19, the bird flu mutation is a zoonosis, meaning it originated in an animal and later jumped species. Such diseases are not a rare occurrence. In the last decade, 75% of emerging diseases were zoonotic in origin. HIV, Ebola, SARS, and swine flu are all examples of zoonoses from recent history. But the increased frequency of zoonotic diseases is not a chance occurrence. As more species go instant, the animals that thrive are more likely to host pathogens that are potentially dangerous to humans. Somewhat ironically, the leading cause of biodiversity loss is the continued breeding of livestock into existence. To free up land for farming animals, ancient forests are torn to the ground and once vibrant fields are cleared, to make room for desolate agricultural landscapes. Beef production alone is responsible for 41% of total deforestation. In other words, if we as a society don't drastically reduce our intake of animal products, then it is not an if, but a when, the next pandemic will happen. Let's be clear though, this is a systemic problem. Governments around the world subsidize animal agriculture, making factory farm meat cheap and accessible to consumers. But big meat still doesn't receive the scrutiny it should from the climate movement. New research by New York University found, for example, that the industry spent $750 million on political candidates in the U.S. between 2000 and 2020, in comparison to the energy sector's $1 billion. Both of these industries are spending similar sums of money on lobbying, but only one, the fossil fuel industry, is widely criticized for skewing the climate narrative. This ultimately gives big meat power. After the BBC's children's program, Blue Peter encouraged viewers to go meat-free as a way of reducing their environmental impact. Backlash from the meat industry pressured them into changing the messaging. 
Would we ever really allow big oil to push back against the notion that reducing fossil fuel use is sustainable behavior? To lessen the risk of future pandemics and a climate catastrophe, we must come to terms with and accept that big meat is akin to big oil. As the saying goes, however, acceptance is only the first step. We need to develop a society in which meat is viewed in a similar light to fossil fuels. This will require policy-level changes from government funding for alternative proteins like cultured meat to removing subsidies for destructive industries. But individuals have a role to play too. Many people don't want to eat less meat, but new research shows that meat eaters are reluctant to support policies that target factory farming. This leaves us at a crossroads as a species and the path we take will dictate global health for generations. It's time to reflect. Are hamburgers really worth the loss of life and freedom that a pandemic brings? One way or another, we will find out the, an the answer to that question. Sooner rather than later. <laughs>